Welcome to episode 66 of the Monster Squad with your hosts, Becky and Abby, where us real, down-to-earth, and sometimes raunchy moms talk about our lives. So get ready to reach into your inner monster and take this journey with us. Welcome back, listeners, TikTokers, <laughs> hip hoppers, K rockers. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, it's been a long time, it seems like. Yeah, uh, the consistency has gone. Uh, yeah, we apologize, kind of. Um, no, I- we definitely <laughs> apologize. Because if you're an honest to goodness yeah. avid listener, we should be that sucks. Up. It's just. Um, Lately, just chaotic life, and, you know, we're, as a reminder, since we did lose somebody part of the podcast, we were thinking of starting up a different thing with just me and Becky and go a different route where we're not just tied down to mainly one topic or feel like we're tied down. As you listeners know, we kind of just go off anyway, <laughs> regardless of what our show so is called. So basically, Abby's saying she doesn't want to be a mom anymore. <laughs> yes, I do. Fuck those damn kids. I do, but like we have so much that we can talk about that I don't want our podcast to feel like it should just tie in to right. just one And I topic. feel like our derail is awesome, you know, because we still go back to where... You know, the whole mom thing. And this new adventure that we'll take on. I mean, we haven't really decided what Well, we'll be able to talk about anything. Yeah, Because our title, we, and you know, to be announced, TBA, TBA. um, (laughs) But, you know, we, conspiracy theories, movies, books. Yeah, we can do so many different things. Um, So stay tuned for our new name and uh, the first official drop date of it. Um... And Abby and I are also going to roll off of that and do book talk. Yes. What did we do on Saturday? So, Saturday we had this book event that we decided we were going to go to in a town that's... 40 minutes away. Yeah. From where we live. So where we live. Um, A little book store called the bookworm bookworm okay i was like i don't remember exactly it's a used bookstore but it's it's a cute very cute yeah um and they were having a sale it was their five-year anniversary fifth annual yeah of five dollar fill a bag yeah so you bring a bag they have bags as well don't use their bags (laughs) you bring your own bag and just fill it up and you pay five dollars per bag you got screwed you paid ten, I paid five, and I had more books than you. In one bag. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I tried. And then of course that led to us going into the actual store because how they had it set up for the sale was right out, and Becky is so upset and how they had it all set up and they didn't control the lines. <laughs> <laughs> we were like third and f- technically, I think we were first in the parking lot. Yeah. Ultimately, but once we stepped out of the car within that. 10-minute frame before it was go time, two others had stepped out prior to us. So Abby and I were third and fourth in line. There's my three. (laughs) And the way they had it set up, instead of everybody lining up behind us, everybody lined up like the tables were under an overhang of what would be called um, a plaza. Mm -hmm. And they had their tables lined up from outside their main door and and down, Um, especially because it was raining. I'm assuming... 
they probably would have brought those tables straight out into the first few parking spots if it were a nice day. But either way, instead of people lining up behind us and waiting their turn to go through these books, they all lined up straight on at all these tables. So pretty much it gave like 20 or more people to be first in line. And that's cool, too. It's not so much that I wanted to be first. And it's just first more pick. organized. It like, was. And not have chaotic where we're. We're going one into, way. People are going the other way. And it was a very small space. Yeah. And just be like, all right, let's trade spots type of thing. Right. Every two seconds. Yeah. And the cool thing about the first table, if you followed suit and were first in line, <laughs> is it ended up being two groups of us going down either side of the table. But then we got to the next table and they're all pushed against the fucking wall. Yeah. So that form made the, and you and I were on the backside, which fucked us. Whatever. We got books. I could count. There was we only one, read. there was only one book out of the books I picked that I looked at and I was like, I'm probably never going to read this. I just put it off to the side. I had, oh, I have that Griffin book oh, yeah. for you too. And then I picked up some books for the kids as well, which they were happy when I got home and I gave it to them. They're like, oh, thank you. Nice. Like, yeah. And then, obviously, after the whole thing, um, I put my bags in the car because I was like, I want to go inside and browse because, like, I don't know. I just, you know, once you go book shopping, you can't stop. And then you (laughs) just sit there and you touch them. (laughs) Which led us into the store. I found a few books there that I want to read. Becky's all up on the floor, too, (laughs) looking for books. And then I was like, I'm going to go in line to pay. And she's still on the floor. Did you know that one of the, I don't know if he's an owner or... The guy that was helping out. Yeah, mm-hmm. he when you were hollering. I think he works there. You were hollering to me. <laughs> are you done yet? You are, you know what? Never mind. You are done. Get over here. <laughs> yelling at and you. I'm trying to get off the floor and I'm struggling <laughs> because, you know, as I've said many times before, a million ass aches. And I am so <laughs> and he happened to be walking. He's like, Do you need some help? I'm like, that'd be great. <laughs> I'm like, just get in line. Come on, we're trying to go. I'm no help. <laughs> yeah, she didn't help me. Uh, Fucking left me there high and dry. Yeah, and the good thing is they had a sale inside as well, other than the five. It was That's seven. not good. Well, I instead mean, of full price for the books. Well, we shouldn't have gone in the fucking store in the first place. Well. $5 bag of books and bounce. No tax, no nothing. Now we go in the store, and now the bill becomes $40. Yeah, Plus my, the five my bill was 40. I think I was 31. 30. But I told you, I was like, mine was whatever price. And then you're like, oh, I gotta put some books back. <laughs> I want that one book really bad. The vampire like, book that's yes, probably not gonna and, be there. No, probably not because where I put it. I'm, and if it is there, it's gonna probably be put somewhere else. And not on sale anymore. Yeah. Unless you go next year and somehow it's magically there. <laughs> or I put it on my Christmas list. Yeah. Not only last few episodes to listen to the podcast, but to connect to these websites, please feel free to send gifts. <laughs> Becky, what's gifts for I don't even remember the name of the book. I just know what it looks like. It's it like was a vampire vampires book. Vampires and I don't know. something. But it was, I mean, it was, it looked cool. The summary of it seemed awesome in it. I think more of the reason not only do I get into creep, like I'm not so much mythical, um, although I do like like wondrous. fantasy books. Yeah, I'm not. Mine is always the psychological thrillers and yeah. stuff like that. I don't but think I have a particular. I think the reason why palette. I was so drawn to that book in particular is because I know Braden would have enjoyed it. So it's something that we could have read together and both enjoyed. Whereas, you know, most of my book choices this time around were all based upon me. Yeah. 
Um, but <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so we went in the store. It was cute. It was awesome. The employees were nice. Again, I wish that they had thought out. It's their fifth annual. I mean, maybe it's never rained before, so they didn't have the opportunity yeah. to think that part out. What they could have done is roped off the back end. Yeah. That way you can only go in mm-hmm. one way. But, I mean, it is. And crazy. have one of those employees standing at the yeah. other end of the tables. Be like, where oh, the rope ends, yeah. and now if you want to go back and look, you got to go back around. That might suck. You might not go back through, yeah. but it still would make things definitely more organized. Granted, it sucks for those that maybe get their 50th or 100th in line that the rest of us got picked through first, but I guess set your alarm a little earlier. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, they had it going on to like 1 o'clock. It's called the bookworm. Early bird gets the worm. It's not rocket science. Um, but then, once we were done there... And, well, we the, were hungry. Wait, wait. <laughs> before we were done there, let me just say, I was hell-bent that I was not buying anything inside of that store. But unfortunately, the way the line was set up to check out of that store, it put me right at Stephen King and Dean Koontz. Yeah. Which are two of my favorite authors. She just sat there trying to... And I... I was like, no. <laughs> I couldn't stop. I just couldn't. So, then we were hungry, and we were pretty much all the way home trying to decide where we were going to go. We wanted to go someplace that wasn't a, a, like a commercial, right? Like a and, and we did go someplace different. You've never been before, yeah. right? So, we went to a local eatery, uh, probably more so known for their bakery portion, mm-hmm. called the Trestle in Conway. And it was good. <laughs> Free advertising. It was, yeah, it was great. Um, yeah, the uh, service was a little slow that day. Yeah. But we weren't super We were in a, yeah, we weren't in a major rush. I did have Riker's haircut later that day, but it was relaxing. We got a pitcher of mimosas, which, uh, it was okay. I don't feel like it there was much like, alcohol yeah, in them at and all. and I feel like it was more watered down. I should have had a buzz when I left there. Yeah. And I did not. Yeah. Did you? No. Great. But it saying. still tasted okay. And then the food I thought was or really good. We might as well have just ordered a pitcher of orange juice. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez Louise. But yeah, so I wouldn't recommend their mimosas. I would highly recommend their food. Yeah. And just make sure you have some time. Plus, it is close seating quarters. But I've been there before with my parents when they visited. And... Oh, and then we, because the <laughs> table we sat at. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I had BO or something. Uh, we had a first uh, people sit down because uh, it was our table was connected, but it, like we sat at a table that was multiple seats. So it was two tables pushed together mm-hmm. with a total of five seats around it. Could have been six, but there was another table really close by to that that had their chair backed up to. So we're at one table which leaves this other table of two seats across from one another and go. Okay. And then at first it was okay. We were just me and Becky having our conversation and <laughs> they were whatever. And then the next thing I know, they like got up and well, moved yeah. tables. First of all, the ladies sat down. <laughs> you didn't get to that part. What? Two ladies came down in and sat oh. at that table. <laughs> Sorry. <the> <laughs> I they thought I meant. They sat, they asked if anybody was sitting there. <laughs> Never mind, I'll I'll take control as usual. 
Sorry, I forgot that I didn't say Two ladies sat down, they weren't even there, like, two minutes, I don't think. Yeah, and I didn't notice. They took off their coats. Yeah, and then the next thing I know, they got up and they moved to a different table. And I'm like, whatever, okay, maybe there was an open thing and the waiter told them. That's my logic thinking, but Becky's over here like, oh, I think they moved because I vaped. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> after the fact, I watched her vape, and she, like, lifted her shirt up like this and was blowing into her shirt. And I'm looking at her weird, like, what the hell is she doing? And then she explained, well, I think that's why they moved, because I was vaping and well, whatever. And I was because like, because I totally forgot my surroundings, and I know that, obviously, cigarette smoke is not acceptable in probably 99.9 of places across the country these days. Yeah, they used to have a smoking and non-smoking of, session. Of course, yeah. A lot and, of, it's Lots of things have changed, yeah. and now you add vapes to it, and although it smells much better than cigarettes, you don't have the trash left behind from the cigarette butts. It's still not acceptable yeah, in most places, which I don't understand. And it's still, understand. like, a big smoke thing. Well, I mean, researchers say, like, the smoke is still not... Like, secondhand smoke? Kind of. Oh, great. Thank- I'm sorry, Samara. No wonder you haven't grown since you were born. Stop! Don't <laughs> say that! <laughs> and hey. he's going to listen to this, and he's going to be like, Becky's not a part of the paper. Oh, I'm gonna be like, God. Thanks, Aunt Becky. <laughs> oh, see? Now you're making her upset. She's coughing. No, she's not. That smoke. Oh, my God. You're an asshole. <laughs> Why, yes. And if it weren't for us assholes, you little shits wouldn't be around. Yeah. You know? Anyway, so that's what she thought, that they were moving. But the first time I vaped, I actually just blew it up. Like, I didn't blow straight yeah. out. I never. That I'm always aware of it, unless maybe I'm having a drink, which... I haven't had, like, a real party like that in a while. Mm-hmm. But I blew it straight up, and it was, like, as soon as I did it, I locked <laughs> eyes with the lady kitty corner across from me, and then they she looked at her friend, and the next thing I know, they're grabbing their jackets and leaving. I'm like, well, damn. And it took a few minutes for you and I, Abby, to talk about them leaving, and that's when I told you. Yeah, and I was I like, what? I didn't notice that you vaped. <laughs> but, and then we had other people come <laughs> <laughs> to say, like, oh, and then Becky's like, oh, you're fine. <laughs> and then when they got up to move, Becky looks at me like, what the fuck? Like, what did I do this time? But yeah, then and we- I didn't vape at all. I <laughs> smelled my armpit. <laughs> and then we found out, I guess it's like a spot that, because it, it was Veterans Day. We, yes. So we assumed it's a spot that's left open for either a veteran to sit or maybe in memory of a veteran. We are not quite sure. But it was just the reaction of Becky that was funny. Because she's thinking, I, in the shit, her eyes were like, I really didn't do anything this time. Like, what's wrong? Yeah. and But then I did get chills when I suggested that maybe it was in honor of yeah. a veteran that used to frequent the location. Maybe. And the possibility that that was his or her or their seats. And in honor of Veterans Day and that individual or individuals, they had saved the spot. Because then Abby and I noticed that under the glass of the table um, that sits on top of the printed tablecloth, there was an actual sign there. But it didn't say reserved for veterans. It It was was actually an advertisement for some... Jinx, you owe me... A Coke. I don't want Coke. I want... I said it first. Alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want a Coke? Oh, I just said, Jinx, you owe me Coke, and then you go, Jinx machine is out of and order. Kiss my much. butt and pay me a quarter. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you don't know that? I, it's been a long time. <laughs> <laughs> 
say it again. So it's like, Jinx, yeah. you owe me a Coke. And then you go, Jinx machine is out of order. Kiss my butt and pay me a quarter. <laughs> I like that one. I like it a lot. But yeah, the advertisement was something related, related to, to veterans, veterans Day, but, but it, also with the college as well. So yeah, we were confused and we we're like, I don't know. <laughs> and of course, we didn't bother asking. No, the of course not. Why? Why? I mean, I'm surprised because that would be something I would do. Yeah. Why are these people moving? Do I smell? <laughs> Did they complain about me? <laughs> what the hell? Um. But one thing I had had in mind is that I knew. That regardless of where we ended up having breakfast before or after our $5 fill a bag of books, I wanted to keep it in theme knowing we didn't have all day. But coming back through Conway, I wanted to take Abby to um, the newest bookstore that opened here in Conway on Main Street called Our Next Chapter. Yeah, and I haven't been yet. I had entered that once before as well. And that is not used books. It's new books. Beautiful little setup. They've got a book nook where you can go and read. One of my favorite posters in their entire place <laughs> is a woman reading a book. And on top it says reading. And on the bottom it says, because murder is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was a cute little place. You can get lost in there and lose could, a lot of money in there, I too. I can get lost in But I noticed the price. I mean, I guess you're out of bookstore the prices are going to be a little more pricier but i can get things cheaper on amazon than buying it at the bookstore. correct or you could just do the waiting i used to buy brand new books all the time you know hardcover stephen king's 30 40 I know, but sometimes dollars. it's like i just want the book now i get it i want what i want and i want it now yes and i have a coffee mug that says i get what i want <laughs> which typically i do um not always but no. yeah we went to the the bookstore and we ran into Caleb Weigel. I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right. I apologize if I'm not. He is a local author in the Myrtle Beach area and he has um, a few, he has five books out, which is the Myrtle Beach murder mystery series. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not sure that I'm saying that title correctly. But we had noticed right before walking into the store, they had one of those little chalkboards outside where, like, a restaurant would display their daily specials. Yeah. And I, you know, like, leaned over and and read it, and it announced um, Caleb Weigel. Again, the name, I apologize if I'm butchering it. Um, uh, Was doing a book signing. Author book signing. From 12 to 3, and I looked at my phone, I'm like, oh, it's it's 12 now! (laughs) (laughs) And we walked through the door, and as soon as we did, I recognized, not him, but but his first book, and the only book I own, Mm -hmm. which I actually paid a dollar for (laughs) at a yard sale. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yeah, that's what she thinks about that. She's going to be an expensive one. Um, And so, of course, I was saying to Abby, I'm like, oh, my God, I have one of his books. Like, I'm talking about him as he's just staring at us. <laughs> and then finally, you know, um, for lack of a better term, we entertain him into the conversation. Mm-hmm. And between the two of us, we bought three of his books. Yeah. I bought the second book because I figured, well, if Becky has the first, once she's done with the first, I can read the first and she can read the second, then I can read the second. And you I got the prequel one. I right? bought his prequel 
uh, to this series, which he said does not need to necessarily be read beforehand or in any particular order. Um, he said he had written it beach, uh, during between books two and three. Like I think two had been released and he was in the process of um, editing or something for three mm -hmm. uh, when he wrote the prequel. So it's just, it might be 40 to 50 pages long, really tiny, skinny little book. It's called The Brass Key. Um, I should have had it read in 10 minutes, but I have family that doesn't like to leave me alone when I have a book <laughs> in front of my face. So I'm only 20 pages in, um, and I wouldn't say I'm hooked at this point in time, but it's not going to turn me away from reading the first book, which I intend to go to right after that one. Mm -hmm. um, and I'll give you the prequel, so hopefully you can be on my heels and we can get to the second one, decide if we want to follow through yeah. with books three through five. Um, what I found the most interesting, um, if I'm to continue to talk about the author, yeah. is how he became an author. Yeah. And mind you, moving on to um, our new podcast, more of our discussions will include books, but many other things, um, you know. So welcome to the prequel of the Abby <laughs> and Becky show. <laughs> um, he, he did sign and autograph, you know, both of our books, personalize them with our names and a little note to each of us. Uh, my second of the two that I bought, which was the prequel, uh, was a little bit more personalized to, to him and, and my personal conversation once you had walked off. Yeah, because um, you talked to him more and I was like, I want to look at other books. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, so and I, I'm, I'm listening to your conversation as I'm looking at other books. So while you're saying something... I'm like over here smirking because I'm thinking like, God, he, he's getting to know Becky. <laughs> and, and he's, and I'm thinking, and he's, he's an a, author. Yeah, like he's an author. I could only imagine him writing a story about <laughs> Becky or like a character that's a Becky character because Becky's all like very outgoing, very whatever. Rule out the mouth. You never know what's going to come out. <laughs> I don't even know what's going to come out until it's too late. But that'd be funny. Well, yeah, well, and the only, I don't know. So he was, I, okay, good Lord, have mercy. <laughs> Let me back up for a second. The first book that I already bought and he had already signed for me to Becky, whatever he wrote in his name with the date was the very first book he ever wrote, mm -hmm. which led me to ask him how he became an author. He never had the thought in his head to become an author whatsoever in his life, although he enjoyed reading He'd never thought to actually write. And I, I don't know if I'm going to reiterate this story uh, verbatim, but I'm going to do my best. For those of you that don't know what verbatim means, it means for lack, uh, uh, for smaller uh, layman terms, it means word for word. <laughs> <laughs> um, he basically said something about working with his uncle mm -hmm. um, uh, going into his shop, I don't know what kind of shop. I see, there's no verbatim happening here. I can't retain a goddamn thing. Um, <laughs> some business that he had. some business that his uncle had, but his uncle was very old school and strict, and he didn't want him uh, reading a book, which you'd think you would encourage. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't know how old he is, so yeah. And I meant to look at the copyright of when the first book came out, but I believe it's only been 
within the last 10 or 15 years. And I don't imagine he was just a little kid then. Yeah. But he could be. I don't know. Um, but he said that his uncle didn't want him sitting there reading and he didn't want him like playing games on, you know, the computer or a phone or whatever. So he, his uncle told him, make yourself look busy. So he sat writing his first story, like sat there just writing and kept writing and writing. And it became a book that he got published. And boom, he's an author. And he's got five, seven, six, seven. I think he has eight or nine total books out, or should I say books in their entirety, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I moved on to asking him about the prequel to the Myrtle Beach murder mystery uh, series. And he said without spoiling it that it basically he was in a cons uh not a consignment shop but a thrift shop does that not speak volumes to me (laughs) and that he overheard a conversation that a customer had with the owner about something that they had bought there Mm -hmm. which was mysterious and um the title of the book is called The Brass Key. This is the short story. Mm -hmm. And it's about a brass key that's found in a hanging potted plant. And it's based upon something he overheard. And then I go ramble in my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I was over in the corner smirking. Because I'm like, oh, God, here we go. (laughs) Um, And then if you want to talk about me just, you know, throwing words out there. So, of course, um, was it before him and I were talking about the prequel? I think it was that something I said, can we get a picture with you? Yeah. And he's like, he's like, yes, of course. And the owner's name is Bob, which I already knew. And he had reintroduced himself to us. And Bob says, would you like me to take it? I said, yeah, get over here, Bob. <laughs> you know, I'm in a bookstore. It's all quiet and great. And I'm just like, ah! yep, the loud one. I can't help it. Plus it's fun. Come on. Tell me you don't have fun with I me. I think it's, Yep, I know. It makes good stories, things to talk about. <laughs> Which I, that reminds me of running into, uh, going to Aldi and I ran into a... Ari! Hi, Ari! <laughs> and we was, love you too. And I gave her, like, because we were talking about, like, how are you? I'm good. And then she, we were talking about the podcast. I was like, yeah, well, we might be going through do like a different route, you know, just me and Becky type of thing, whatever. She's like, well, whatever you guys do, don't stop doing the podcast because it's so funny to listen to you guys and and I guess she watches our TikTok as well and awesome. she's like watching you and then she's like Becky those stories that come out of her <laughs> well mind you I, I'm like of course it's always a show with Becky around <laughs> she knows firsthand yeah for sure I think I've actually mentioned her maybe not her name but mm-hmm. I mentioned my impeccable hearing yeah. and her and I would have our walkies on at work and we would be the only two people there, but we'd be at opposite ends of the store getting ready to open, right? And she'd say something like, you know, do you have that case of uh, bananas? And I'd be like, saying something about giraffes in <laughs> Jurassic Park or something. Like, seriously, that's what I heard. Yeah. And and then she's very funny in, in her way, too. Like, I absolutely adore her. And we'll be friends with her for life. She fucking just makes me roll. And then you get the two of us together and it's crunk. Is all I gotta say. And so, you know, it's early in the morning. And, and of course, my medicine, when it kicks in, I turn. 
Like, yeah. I'm all upright and wide-eyed, and she, she'll just be like, don't start over the walkie. And then that gets me rolling, and then she'll say further things, which now I have heard them clearly, but I'm now purposefully... <laughs> <laughs> and I'm making myself pee my own pants because it's funny. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't laugh so hard. Oop. <laughs> now, um, Ari, and I can't help but wonder from listeners that don't know us to listeners that have hung out with us. You know, you and Ari know each other firsthand through me, mm-hmm. but have hung out at, you know, a fire here and there, Halloween party your romance party, whatever. Um, so how how are we perceived by those that don't actually know us face-to-face, yeah. whereas those that actually know us and our personalities might be a little bit more appreciative of the conversation? I'm do- I, I don't know. Any of you people that don't know us, write in and tell me what you actually think. Wait, no, don't. No, because we're going on to a different right. thing. Wait. <laughs> oh, don't write into that one, man. Don't screw us over from the start. <laughs> Hype us up, maybe, but don't screw us Careful. over. I... Anywho, that was fun. <laughs> well, since we are still a part of the monster squad, um, which I will forever be a monster. Yeah. To the, to the day I... I mean, that's what Braden started calling me, hence how we kind of came up with the name. Yeah. Um, but that being said, speaking of Braden children, let's talk about your children. Um, Ava just had her last volleyball game of the season at the rec center. Oh, yeah. How did AJ she? Ha- uh, <clears throat> Mikey. Mikey had his last baseball game mm-hmm. as well. So how did they, did they both like trying out that particular sport that they were in? Will they um, do it again? Did they Ava, do good? Ava likes volleyball, and she previously <clears throat> did volleyball. Uh, either last summer or the summer before, they had like a volleyball camp for like a week. And yeah. She did it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if it was last summer or the summer before, but she did it for the week, and she liked it. She wanted to continue, but when we, yeah, it had been the summer previously because when we started to do the sports. The first year that we did the fall sports, whatever, she chose to do cheerleading instead of volleyball. And I was like, oh, right. you should have did I volleyball. Think, wasn't that the year? That was like the year after Brayden stopped doing cheer. Probably, yeah. She decided to do cheer and Mikey did football. Um, but I was like, oh, I'm surprised because I thought she wanted to do volleyball. She's like, well, I could do it the next season or whatever. And I'm like, they only do it in the fall. Yeah. I should know. So she, she got her chance this fall. May too. I ask how much a week of volleyball camp cost? Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. It was through the, like, um, we got, like, a flyer in the school to do it. And they, like, we just took them to the Conway High School. Either I didn't or my daughter didn't communicate or I did and I don't recall, which is happening quite a bit. But I think I've mentioned before as well, I would really, really like to um, get Brayden to do volleyball. I did play volleyball in in middle school. In middle school and high school, we did it um, in our gym Yeah, yeah. And it was so much fun. Loved it. And our school never had a volleyball team until my class graduated. Uh, That's odd. Yeah, because we were always like, why don't we have one? Like, we thought it was so weird that we never had a team, and then they finally decided to do one once we graduated. And we're like, okay, cool. 
Um, but whatever. But yeah, it was a thing that we enjoyed in gym class. And well, the thing that, that sucked for me is I, that's probably why I've had two total knee replacements. It might be part of the reason is because I was a volleyball player. Bump set spike. And, you know, you go down for that bump, that save, you go for it all. You go with your knees or across. Yeah, I mean, know. I don't know if they had knee pads then. I did. Okay. Yeah, and that was the problem. That was the problem is then I would be playing for fun. Yeah. And not have my knee pads. And I'd go down like I had all the cushion in the world. And that didn't feel very good. Yeah. I actually joined a volleyball um, team where at one of my first amazing jobs, I really liked it. I worked at Saratoga Hospital in New York as a um, nutritional services aide. I was actually a dietitian assistant. Let's be clear. I didn't go to school for dietary. I'm not registered. But I was their assistant. I would go. We had a nursing home in the hospital and stuff. And our hospital joined forces with other hospitals and local places like, you know, bars do softball team or something. Well, we did that. And we had our shirts. Can't remember what we're called. Don't own the shirt anymore. But I then, again, got the volleyball knee pads. And I played. And I loved it. It Yeah. awesome. Yeah. Ava enjoyed it. So I think she'll do that again next fall. I hope she does. Um. And then Mikey did baseball. At first, he, like, oh, I don't want to do it anymore, blah, blah, And I'm like, just stick it out. You know, you have to be a team player, blah, blah, blah. It's like, after this, I'm not going to force you to play. Which we sports. talked about before yeah, as well. Like, I'm yeah, I'm not going to force you anymore. Like, it's going to be up to you. But, like, if you're going to tell me that you want to do something, don't back out. So towards the end of baseball, he actually enjoys it. And the last right. game, they won against a team that was undefeated. And, Which I think is freaking yeah, fantastic. They were so happy about it. And he was like, I actually like baseball. I want to do it again. I was like, okay, well, they're going to do baseball again in the spring because they do it the fall and the spring as well. I was like, so you get another chance to do it in spring. And then I, on the car ride home, I was like, well, and they're also for winter, they have basketball. So, like, tell me now, kids, if you want to do it or not. They said they do want to do it. So we'll see. If they're going to do basketball? That's what they said <clears> they were going to do. So. That form did come home from the rec center. Yeah, right? it's. Till the 27th, I think you have to, to sign, sign up. For basketball. I asked Brandon, no, 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 no. and next year, I think I'm just going to enforce it. Um, and you and I talked about and this the way, off air. Yeah, and the way that I explained it to them when I was forcing it, I was like, I just want you to try each sport just to see if it's something you like. And if it's not, I'm not going to force you to do it again. Right. And that's all I want, too. I'm like, it's two months out of your life. Well, two plus freaking it's, months. It's good to teach them about Team, yeah. a team member, which I really want to because Brayden is an only, an only child. child. I mean, yes, I have my stepson Logan back in New York, but he's never lived with us. Yeah. So you might as well call her an only child. Plus, they're nine years apart. Yeah. Um, And I, I really want her to get that teamwork ethic because, you know, it's not that she doesn't share, that she's not giving or whatever, but it's just not the same as actually having experienced a coach and a team and coming together to make something happen yeah. or coming together when you lose it something. Yeah. You know, it's a big, big difference in just being taught about it by your parents. Yeah. There is one thing though. I, well, so her last game, I didn't attend. I stayed home with the babies and AJ took Mikey and Ava to go. Um, but I did go to one of Ava's volleyball games. And there's one girl on her team. I don't know if she's, like, 
a grade, she looks older than Ava, so maybe a grade ahead of them or whatever. And um, she was a very nasty girl, I think, in my opinion, because I'm Ooh. like, you can hear them on the thing, and it's just like right, her attitude. To talk, like, just her attitude. Yeah, but her attitude and whatever. And then when they lost the game, and you know, as a sportsman, you're good game, good game. Yeah. And through the whole thing, she's going, you cheated, you cheated, you cheated, you cheated. And she's like saying it. And I'm like, I know, like, I'm in the bleachers. I'm not the only one hearing this girl being salty and being whatever. And I'm thinking, where are her parents? Why aren't they calling her out and being like, what the fuck? And then I'm like, why isn't the coach calling her out being like, you don't say that? Like, it was just like very distasteful to me. Yeah. And after the fact, I did say something to Dave. I was like, that girl is very rude. And, like, that's not how you do things with sports. Yeah, whenever I see another kid acting a certain way that I don't want my child to act, I make sure to point it out. Like, if that was my child, I'd be mortified Uh, seeing them. And then I would be like, no, you're going to each one of them right now to take back what you just said. But this also boils down to personality and confrontation, which we've gone at before, is... Did the parent, first of all, were they there to witness it? Would that they kid were have, in the same area? Would that, oh, and you then, did see them? Yeah. Okay. And she went up to them after, I guess it was her mom, dad, and her sister, whatever. She's like, they cheated. And they're like, no, you just lost, whatever. But like, you, like, I just you, wonder if, if I hear at the top of the bleachers what she's saying, whatever, yeah. there's no way you did not hear her. Well, you used a key word of, I would be mortified. Did they try to like slink out of there like this isn't my kid? Yeah, and, we left before them. So. Right. I mean, and as far as the coach is concerned, I mean, it's not <clears> in really... front of a bunch of parents, is he supposed to make a spectacle of them or could that get him in trouble? In, in I, I, and I get now. it because these uh, coaches are volunteered right. to whatever. So I get it. But I don't know. If I was a coach, I couldn't be a coach. I wouldn't have the patience. But I would have I would have right. called her out and been like, excuse me? Yeah. If you ever want to play on a team like this again, you're not going to be acting like that. Like, I would have been like, I don't care if I get in trouble or not. Right. <laughs> you should know better. Um. Yep. That. Oh, I know what I was going to say is because the one thing that I don't, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't remember it being like things are so fast now with our children. They want them learning this and learn like a college and career ready in the freaking second grade. Come on, man. Yeah. Because my child in particular has not, you know, been stuck on any one specific thing. She's been an entomologist, a zoologist, a police officer, a freaking YouTuber. One good thing I can say is she's back to drawing. That's good. She's been drawing on the smallest sheets of paper, bigger. She asked me about, I wish I had just one book. I'm like, you do, and I have lots of them. <laughs> Let me get it for you. Um, I started taking pictures again. You know, it's just, I'm super happy about it. And she's like, you know what? I think I'm going to start selling these. I haven't really told her about the starving artist thing. <laughs> um, I'm just pleased to see her doing it. You know, it, it, I think it's also a good release of stress. You yeah. know, find something that you enjoy, a good stress reliever. But going back to being an elementary school level, I don't remember there being a push for doing certain sports in elementary school. Yeah. I remember the push came in sixth grade. In what's middle school, a.k.a. junior high. And so, you know, this is where I also waver with Brayden. Yeah, I had her do, um, it was Mommy and Me, which then became Dance and Tumble from age six months till five years old. And 
still can't do a cartwheel. That also has a lot to do with what I now know is her ankles and her hands, for that matter. She wasn't born with the full stretch that the rest of us have. Um, and she did cheerleading. So, you know, like, yeah, I want her to do these things at the rec center and I want her to learn these things. But am I being a bad parent by not? Yes, I've done the encouraging, but, you know, she does have a voice and I do want to be the parent that listens. But I also don't want to just let her take control and be like, no, I'm not doing it. So what's the 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 middle ground of encouraging and forcing? And I do agree. And we, I've said it before about. You try it for one season. After that, if you don't like it, fine. Mm -hmm. But we start it, we finish it, and then see where we go. But you need to do something. So now, of course, it's been, she was, what, in kindergarten or first grade when she was doing cheer, and she hasn't done anything since. Yeah. Um, not even, you know, the the in third grade, she could have joined the, um, oh, crap, the art group after school which yeah, they're not the doing club. this year art club yeah they're not doing this year um because that particular teacher did have a second child and has her hands full so totally understandable and you know i don't know what the stipulations are with school she might not even get paid for that extra time you know yeah, that might have just been a choice of her own and so, plus like the bunch of change out that's been through the school anyway, oh yeah so. lots of lots of changing with principals and teachers but you know, so I have one more year um, or half of this year left, fourth grade, and then fifth grade. Do I enforce the rec center sports? I'm already enforcing, you know, the camp, um, which she is. I don't want it. She didn't want to go back to the second year, and she doesn't want to go back next year. Got news for you, kid. You're going. You don't want, you don't want to play a sport? You're going to do this instead. You've got to do something. Yeah. Um. Well, it's good to get her more social out. With kids. Well, I mean, granted, she plays with kids in the neighborhood. Right. But still. Other kids like, from other walks of life, yeah. from other upbringings. Because from... also, since she's an only child, she's around adults all the time. Right. So she needs Well, I, I don't know if John and I actually qualify as Whatever. Adults. You know what I mean. <laughs> Brayden actually brought that up the other day. We were eating dinner. It was the night before last, I think. And she said something about... Um. There isn't a single adult in this house, is what she said. <laughs> and John looks at me, and I look at him, and I'm like, she's not wrong. John's like, no, she's not. <laughs> so, but yeah, I don't know if this, if I should stick her in, like, volleyball I in mean, fifth grade. Or do you, I just but... wait till sixth grade when the sports are within the school in and of itself, and then push towards it with the tryouts right there in school? I don't know. As huh. a parent, it's uh, your own decision. Oh, we got a sweepy one. And we got a live one in the other room. I know, I see him. So, folks. That's that. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. And that is all. Anybody know what movie that's from? Uh, no. Oh, Mama from the Train. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What? Romano from the... Oh, see? Okay, the impeccable hearing I have with Ari, you all of a sudden caught on. I did not say Romano whatever. What did you say? Romano cheese. I said throw mama from the train. Throw mama from the train. Movie. You Never still don't it. know it. Nope. Oh my God. That's a classic. Billy Crystal. Well, that's why I have a seat. Is it? It's, <laughs> <laughs> fuck off. 
I think it's Billy Crystal, Danny DeVito. Okay, I know Danny DeVito. Bravo. Watch the movie. Okay. It's Maybe. a comedy. Okay. That is it, and that is all. <laughs> all right. You can follow our social media pages. You can find us on Facebook and X, formerly known as Twitter, The Monster Squad, or at Monster Squad. You can find us on Instagram and TikTok, the underscore monster underscore squad. Any mom stories or topics um, you may have, you can email them to the monster squad at outlook.com. Um, before we actually end this podcast, we'll probably do like a whole thing of whatever listener whatever. stories, <laughs> whatever listener stories we have left. Um, yeah, so get them in, in if you want to be uh, featured. <laughs> we could be and biting off more we can chew. Be here for five hours, but uh, you know we'll what? See. Go out with a bang. Um, and then um, in the title, put topic for mom story, and then let us know if you would like us to use your name or where you're from or remain anonymous. And do you want to say something? Sure, I'll talk about <laughs> your husband's business. Yep. Sponsored by? <laughs> Actually not. We got no money. Well, yeah, I guess sponsored by. He does pay for it. Well, that's true. Okay, the Monster Squad and our new podcast, TBA, sponsored by the A-List. Um, damn it. <laughs> no, not damn it. Bump, bump. <laughs> edit, edit. Just kidding. All right, it's the A-List. Um, it's an internet company that recent, recently dropped where you can advertise your business. You can advertise yourself, meaning <laughs> your resumes. Don't be a whore. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the businesses, you know, can advertise what they're selling. They can advertise open job listings. Um, so the business listings are free and they remain active for one year. Yes, that's right. One year. And did I mention free? I sure did. There are no strings attached and there is no credit card info needed. Um, job listings, same thing. Remain active and free for one year. Same with no strings, no credit card. Um, there's the option available to upload your resume to have employer, employers find you. Um, you can upload your business logo and you're guaranteed to get your business exposure locally and nationwide. Um, exposure. Did I already say that? I, I, think so. I may or may not be drinking. I'm, I'm not. Not alcohol anyway. <laughs> um, nationwide if you have shipping available for what you're selling. Um, and of course the businesses can search for employees by the resume that you people have the option to upload. If you have any questions and want to check us out, which I highly recommend you do, you need to go to a list for business at gmail.com or info at a list for business.com. The a list, the future. Join us. <laughs> Other than that, thank you for listening to The, the Monster, Monster Squad. Squad.